0: You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Extremely tasteful. Breakfast food on 95 BFM.
1: Morena, Lucinda, how are you this morning? Morena, I'm good. Good to be back. It is good to have you back. And uh, just in time to talk about the possibly the most food-centric season of them all, Christmas slash just general oh. holiday festivities. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: cue a montage of delicious, <laughs> delicious food. I right off the bat, I feel like it's important we get the text going. Five three nine five. What is an absolute must-have at Christmas mm. for you guys, uh, or for whatever it is you do over the holiday period? Mm. What's on the table that is a non-negotiable? What's a, what's a non-negotiable for you, Lucinda? What do you have on the on the sort of Kai spread? Do you know,
0: it's funny. I've been thinking about this. So my my Christmas, um, my Christmas gang is pretty much my immediate family. So it's my sister, my parents, and my partner. So we're quite like we've got a pretty small group. Um, and for the last very many years, I've pretty much been in charge of Christmas lunch. And I've really been thinking about the fact that in that time, the only tradition I've managed to establish (laughs) having experimented so much with different Christmas lunches is for the longest time we would always have a flourless chocolate cake covered in berries for dessert.
1: Oh yum 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 you can't go wrong to be honest especially if it's a flourless one Uh, exactly it's always going to be moist and delicious. Exactly it's like I think initially I
0: made it because my mum's gluten-free but as it turned out you don't need for a really good chocolate cake.
1: No, fact. you don't. In fact,
0: better without.
1: That's, <laughs> a great, that's a great Christmas non-negotiable. Are you somebody who kind of changes the vibe each year, then? Are you a Christmas experimenter, Lucinda?
0: I tend to be. We definitely haven't done turkey in a long time. Um, turkey's just a bit. Oh, oh no. Oh, I'm not a big fan of the old turkey.
1: Stella and I were having an off air argument about this <laughs> yesterday. I am not a turkey fan either. I think it's overrated. A chicken is nicer. No. And Stella <laughs> loves it. So, Guys,
2: when else do you eat turkey? I'm just attached to the idea, I think.
1: But uh, just this I is just what I mean. Care. When else do you eat turkey? Cuz it tastes like crap. Like. No,
2: it's good. <laughs> it's <a> good time. <laughs> turkey you fans can where are, do are you?
0: a good one.
1: What was that? Sorry? You
0: can definitely make a really good roast turkey, it. but it's it's a farce, and I agree. Man. Chicken's better.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's also chicken's easier to get right, whereas I feel like yeah. turkey you really have to. You don't, don't you have to soak a turkey or something, or like. Is okay, listen,
2: I'll be transparent. <laughs> I have nothing to do with the turkey. <laughs> when it's being made.
1: And just to really throw you in it more, I know that you're the person who put your foot down in your family and said, there must be a turkey <laughs> this year. And yet ter- you're uh, not the, the plan person plan cooking it.
2: I doing it. <laughs> I've been trusted for the first time to bring something. Okay. <gasps> oh. Oh. What's going on? <laughs> Some <laughs> so <we're> of <laughs> <at> the big <laughs> <couch tables. laughs>
1: There's definitely um, a kind of line in our family between the kids' table and the adults' table. And mm. when you when you are trusted to bring something to Christmas lunch, you have graduated from the kids' table officially. Yeah, promotion. Nice. Nice stuff.
0: What are you, you going to bring, guys? Uh-huh.
1: What's it going to be? You come I on, think, Stella? I
2: think I'm going to do a salad, you know? What, I said, what type of
1: salad are you talking, though? Listen,
2: I just don't know yet. Uh, I, it, the news was broken to me. Very, very recently. So okay. I'm still in the workshopping stage.
1: <laughs> well, the, the turkey hive is rising up on yeah, the text machine. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are saying it's sacrilege that uh, we're not turkey fans Lucinda. Thank you. And Thank because oh like the, the turkey cranberry sandwiches the next day. I'm all about the cold ham sandwich. I do that. Yeah,
2: cold ham does. Yeah.
1: So. I that my do, non-negotiable is mm. the ham. The ham, Christmas ham. I do love the ham. Do you? Um,
0: do you
1: glaze your ham? Yes, that's my dad's job. Very specifically, he's a big Christmas glaze <laughs> guy. That's uh, one of his sort of Christmas kitchen joys. Uh, I so did, honey I soy did. situation. Christmas really divides um, families
0: into their specific uh, food jobs, doesn't
1: it? My my specific food job is um, trifle. I'm a trifle person. Oh, yeah? That's oh, my, That's my Christmas beautiful. contribution, and I love it because it's one of those puddings that everybody is stoked with it looks impressive 100%. but it's actually extremely easy to make mm. and technically mm. everything can be made for you by the supermarket termosu vibes, Termisu you know, vibes easy, yeah. easy to make but also really easy
0: to mess up you know mm. Yeah. You to get those ratios right.
1: You do, yeah. Are you? I mean, I'm imagining as a much more of a uh, significant foodie. You'd be the kind of person to make it from scratch. Is that is that fair to say? Would you cook the sponge, or would you go to the supermarket and get yourself a packet of sponge cake? I
0: think, do you know, I am not above I'm not above a supermarket cheat at all. I would say, generally for a trifle, I probably would cook the sponge because I think more so than a tiramisu, or like a banana pudding or something your like the cake is really integral to the overall mm. dish rather than just like a
1: vehicle to soak. Yes. See that's why it's I like, end up relying on the supermarket because I don't quite trust my sponge cake sponge abilities. It's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult. I yeah. mean,
0: sponge cakes are in many ways the hardest pack to make. Yeah. So to be making a sponge for the purposes of chopping it up and chucking it in a trifle is you no, know, it's a big ask.
2: It is a big ask. And, and I, I think, think we need to be easier upon the masses, okay? <laughs>
0: That's the thing, especially at Christmas, especially if you're the one who's making all of the Christmas dishes. My greatest advice to anyone is to take those
2: shortcuts if you need to. Yes, only oh, one kitchen. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly. phrase for
1: a reason, okay? Exactly. The reason okay. came out of Christmas. It's I'm 100 sure it did. And arguments. What are you planning for your for your menu this year, Lucinda? What's going to be on the cards? Do you reckon?
0: So we, me and Mum, have been chatting about it a bit, and I, I do, I do kind of lament the fact that we're not a turkey family anymore because it was so easy to just say every year we're going to get a turkey. Um, but now it's like the world's our oyster, mm. and it feels like every year we're like, let's come up with a brand new menu, and it's quite a lot of pressure.
1: Where do you so, where do you start?
0: So I tend to start with like, what is the protein? In the same way as like. Having a dinner party, what's the protein that we want to eat? Um, and for me, for a celebration, it's fish. Like I want fish. It's, yeah, we do. It's fish. summer. Yeah, it's summer. We're in New Zealand. Um, I want, I want a big fish. I think in the past, probably my favourite Christmas spreads have been when we've done like a whole side of salmon. Yum. Um, and it is so so celebratory, you know, mm. like it's fatty, it's pink, it's rich. It looks beautiful so... on a big plate. Exactly. And it's honestly, I think it's like the easiest thing to cook. Cause it's got so much fat in it that you can kinda well, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, my mind is just running with all the different things you can do. But the thing <laughs> we've done in the past that's worked really well was a recipe I think it's from one of Alison Roman's cookbooks, and she almost confies the salmon. Ooh. So she basically gets a whole side of salmon, covers it in like slices of uh, various citrus, and um, puts lots of fresh herbs around it, and then covers the fish so that the entire salmon is like submerged under an d- extreme amount of olive oil. Yum. Which sounds insane because it's such a fishy, uh, a fatty fish, but you end up with this like real silky, really really pink, like tender perfect fish and mm. then all this delicious kind of flavoured oil as well.
1: Yum, actually that does sound really good. A salmon is one of those things that because it looks beautiful and it's big I'm always a little bit intimidated by it. but you're right it is actually quite easy to get mm. it right you just sort of have to take your time with it a little bit.
0: Hmm, but also it doesn't take long to cook no. so if you've got a lot of sides and a lot of things going on Um, you only need that salmon in the oven for like maybe 10 minutes.
1: Nice. Yeah, just whip it in there and then you're ready to go. It's a good, it's a really good one. We've got some great suggestions coming in on the text machine. Someone else is on, uh, is on my side that the only way to make a turkey taste good is to deep fry the whole thing. Well, that sounds Hell good, yeah. doesn't it? I I feel like that's a special brand of YouTube, like, fail videos <laughs> is people trying to deep fry an entire turkey, particularly at sort of an American Thanksgiving time oh, of yeah. year. totally. And many fires being started that way. Uh, somebody else is on trifle. They want to know what my trifle recipe is honestly there's no secret sauce to it it's just all the basic trifle ingredients uh edmund's cookbook a lot of the boozy bit
2: Mm -hmm. edmund's cookbook's a
1: good place to start and then you just got to make sure you get packet custard you know the 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 packet um box of custard stuff rocks it's the number one food for me at christmas time i love i love custard it's just stays in treat territory do you
0: know what's so funny that (laughs) one <laughs> tip I was going to offer in this trifle conversation although you do sound like you are the pro <laughs> is
1: that I would probably make my own custard. See, again though, Lucinda, I'm sure your trifle tastes much better than mine. Mine is like, really, (laughs) Edmund's cookbook is definitely the blueprint for it. So, you know, we're talking 1970s energy with this trifle that uh, I've got here. As a trifle should be. (laughs) It's home. Someone else's trifle is sick in a bowl, so that's... It's very visceral. That's fine. That's fair. That's your opinion. Uh, But we have also got um, someone who says a Gujarati Indian Christmas must always have barbecue curried lamb chops with a big squeeze of lemon that sounds so delish
0: that does sound good and do you know what i know that there are a few indian restaurants around the city that are open on christmas as well and i I sometimes think if enough family members were absent that would be that'd
1: be the place to go yeah hard out i
0: think i i know sacha used to do it and i think paradise might as well
1: Somebody has tested in um, Lucinda about vegetarian options. Uh, they have mm. many, many veggies at Christmas this year and a couple of vegans too. And I'm slightly stumped for what to do coming from a ham family. God, that's,
0: that's quite cruel to task you with. <laughs> yeah. um, something, so something that my, my sister once made, uh, which I think is incredible. I'm sure there is a, um, a proper name for this. But if you want a really gorgeous dish that's quite, quite uh, flexible in terms in, of in ingredients, there's kind of this Nordic. Uh, basically, it's a cake, but it's a savoury cake. Ooh. And so you kind of you make it with bread, and then you kind of you uh, ice it between layers with various like sort of savoury breads, I'm not sure this would work for the vegan or or I guess you'd have to go out there and make your tofu cheese or something like that Mm. Um, and and then you kind of decorate it as you would a cake, except you're decorating it with things like I was going to say salmon, Nope, we're doing vegan we're doing vegetarian, I'm (laughs) not helpful Um, like cucumber um, like radishes like your edible florals all
1: of your beautiful Mm. kind of Yum. edible. Is it hot or I don't cold? Think it's, it's cold. Oh, okay. That actually and sounds cu- amazing.
2: Yeah. It's
0: it's honestly such an impressive thing to have on a table. Oh, I found it. It's called a smorgasbord starter.
1: Smorgasbord starter. Okay. Yeah, and then do you word. cut it like a cake? You do. Wow. It
0: is telling me that it often has ham and egg or tuna in it it's hmm. looking
1: quite fishy which yeah. does make sense i feel like but, you um, could sub that out though probably
0: hundred percent and it, honestly as soon as you google smorgasbord or i actually googled nordic savory cake it's so pretty they've done a lot of like little beautiful bits of dill and caper and perfectly oh, yeah. chopped tomatoes to kind of decorate it that sounds Mercy. amazing
1: <laughs> That also right, sounds like a be, nice a nice alternative for um, a hot, you know, like to have something cold like that is quite a nice alternative mm. to a nut roast, which feels kind of wrong in a in a New Zealand context mm. when it's hot. A nut roast is such a wintry thing. Yeah. And 100%. also, much like a turkey, the vegetarian version of a turkey, it's kind of hard to get it right as well. It yes. can be very dry. Yeah. Very dry. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But if definitely. anyone has any nut roast tips, 5395, because when it's good, it is a delicious thing to eat.
0: Oh, 100%. I do think, personally, if I'm going, like, I I, I joke about being a big meat eater. I actually actually probably eat vegetarian at least, like, 75-plus percent of the time. But I think when you're putting on a meal for your vegetarians or your vegans, I tend to lean into that and I just go, it's vegetarian, vegan for everyone. Whoever Mm -hmm. has the highest level of restriction, we're Mm -hmm. all doing it. What is the most delicious food within that? For the vegetarians... usually going heavy on things like halloumi yeah um i'm making lots of stuff with like beans um i don't think it's any secret that i i love beans. (laughs) thinking about like the most delicious sort of um savory options and whether you can make them vegetarian instead like i like to go quite maybe sort of you could go more of like a toughest type vibe and Mm. you could do lots of like beautiful aubergines, you could do um, like a beautiful sort of frizzled chickpeas so you've got some protein in there
2: I feel um, like, so you could kind of lean into it. Yeah, yeah. delish. It's a great meat standard, I think.
1: If it's done yeah. well, I feel like you, it can be done poorly, but if you're cooking it at Christmas time, you're probably going to be making it amazing. Mm. It is one of my favourite veggies, I it's reckon. It's so good. It is so good. We've got mm. some uh, great suggestions as well. Someone says lentil nut loaf for protein. I feel like lentils would help it not be too dry as well, which is nice. And then mm. plum apple crumble for dessert with soy custard for the vegans. Soy yeah.
2: custard actually slaps.
1: Yeah, it is yummy actually. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good time. And Tess has texted in to say that Satya do free lunch on Christmas for those who need it. So that's really awesome as well. Very, very nice. I didn't realise it was free. That's a whole new new level. That's pretty amazing. Love love Satya. What a great thing to do. Uh, This is great. We could talk Christmas Kai all morning uh, so people can keep texting in on 5395. uh, But we'll let you go live your life now, Lucinda. Thanks for chatting with us. (laughs) And we will talk to you again next week for the last one of the year yeah i was gonna say merry christmas but i'll say that next week we'll save that one <laughs> up we're just getting in the you know planning stage next week we'll get celebratory. see you soon yeah <laughs> food for thought breakfast food on 95 bfm
0: that was a 95 bfm podcast support 95 bfm with a b card go to 95 bfm.com slash sign up